Hey everybody, well, welcome back to season four of Highland Likely with Josh and Janae. Uh, and I, I always say that at the end, welcome back to Josh and Janae because I'm thinking about my next line. Oh, but. great. <laughs> well, at least you know your next line. Yes, but we're talking about relationships this series yes. and we have um, just a really fun conversation that we're excited for. I'm actually mm-hmm. fully planning on doing the intro, the outro, and then just listening. <laughs> it would be great. Yeah, yes. it's going to be so good. Awesome. We have a dear friend with us today, Kitty Burke, mm-hmm. and traveled to us from Fargo or Kindred technically today. And so we're just so honored to have you and have talked Thanks. about you and your amazing husband being on the podcast. So I'm excited to dive into talking around our relationship really with the Lord, like with the Godhead, with just our Lord and Savior and what that looks like. And so we're going to do that today. But we can't forget the question. We got to draw a question first. Yeah, this is the icebreaker. You got the long arms. <laughs> you grab it. I think you change your system every time, sometimes from the front. Oh, gosh. I, we've definitely had that question before. <laughs> we need to renew the questions. Well, I think we put, I, th- I think there's more than one copy of these questions in that dish. So oh, we're well. drawing. It says, what do we do for a living? Well, here we are. (laughs) (laughs) We need a renewal. We need to redeem the questionable. This happened the last episode. One of the last recordings we pulled like three because he's like, no, no, no. (laughs) All right, here we go. This is kind of like uh, an interesting one, but what do you think is a good way to give back to the community? Mm. I think we've done this one, but it's fine. We're going to go with With it. With Dave Liedel, it's fine. (laughs) So many great answers. There is. Yeah. So... I can be your buffer. I can go first. Well, that's fine. I should try not do my answer I did last time. <laughs> what? How to give back? I think I said heaven's helpers last time. Mm. Right? Yeah. Which is like serving food for people. Who- yeah, that's the local place here. Mm. Man, giving back to your community. I mean, I think we give of our time to our community in different mm-hmm. ways. Mm-hmm. More than like, I don't know. I'm not on any like boards in our community or things like that. But mm-hmm. Man, we primarily do through the ministries of our church. TLI. I don't think that's a bad answer. City reach. Like, that's, like, here, that's the ways to give back to your community. Like, it's about focusing on the city. Being involved in a church that gives back to the community, and then when an opportunity arises to be a part of that. Totally. That's a huge blessing. Yeah, I'm like, I feel like I should have a better answer than that. Yeah. No, that's fine. Do you have a different one? No, I was going to say, like, get involved in a church that is a blessing to its community and join in on whatever they're doing. Mm -hmm. So, what do you think, Kitty? Well, because now we live in a small community, Kindred, North Dakota. Uh, For me, it's trying to shop there. Mm -hmm. I mean, we are so close to Fargo. It would be easy just to go to Fargo and get my gas there, my groceries there, get my hair cut there. But I do all of that in Kindred. That is amazing. So that, I think, is giving back to the community in a small way with just our money. Well, yeah, you keep your resources where you live. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then for us, we have so many, just in our development area, there's more than 75 kids just in that area. Mm. And so just really being aware, being intentional to always be that older person in the neighborhood saying hi to them, stopping and talking to them, mm-hmm. telling them they're doing a good job on their bike, asking them about school. Yeah. I feel like Mark and I as grandparents in that area, that's how we give back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Yeah, because you, like Mark hosted like a boys and dads, like breakfast or something like that mm-hmm. out of your guys' garage. Like that's just so cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Thanks. Yeah. Well, you and Mark have a really incredible story that we're going to have to tell on the podcast at some point. We are going to. Yes. Yeah, or just having them both. 
Yes, so much wisdom. And you guys have shared so openly in our church and with people who are walking through Mm -hmm. different things. And um, we've learned so much, you know, as leaders Mm -hmm. from you guys in that, but also just as friends Mm -hmm. of, and now seeing where God has brought you and what he's doing in your Mm -hmm. lives today. And out of our conversations, there's been kind of this like part of your life that we've observed, even staying at your house one time, seeing this one room (laughs) where you have like photos and stuff of your family and But really, it's it's your way of spending time with the Lord. And I don't want to give away everything right away. But <laughs> Well, and I think even just how this episode came about, we were Marco Poloing. And I think, too, you've shared when you feel like the Lord shared a word for us or yeah. something. And it's mm-hmm. usually, you know, like, oh, yeah, the Lord speaks through people. Mm-hmm. And, and we had talked about this concept that we're going to dive into. And I just thought that's so intriguing. And I— love i think on on this podcast we want to have different conversations and and viewing things in a different way too but it's the same one truth the same one spirit but maybe different than we've heard so mm-hmm. we were talking about just yeah like that quiet place with the lord and and so maybe let's start there with yeah. like i grew up when i first became a christian it was like your quiet i'm using air quotes but like your quiet time like when you started following jesus or when you were young what was that? Like, what was the words around it or how was it described or what was portrayed to spend time with God? Uh, well, I surrendered my life to Jesus when I was a teenager or junior okay. in high school. And so then, and I'll use air quotes too, a <laughs> devotion time okay. was devotions, the buzzword yeah. or the word, time. and I think it still is today. Yeah. yeah, I didn't really grasp what that meant as a teenager. And so, you know, you grab a little here and a grab a little there. Mm-hmm. But mine actually started— I know you know how the Lord he he starts at different places in our lives, and you can always go back and pinpoint. Oh, that's why. Yeah. And you can pinpoint that mm-hmm. time. And mine was actually on a swing, in the in the farmyard area, just swinging. And I was six years old. And I remember, you know how you think you can touch the clouds with your feet <laughs> right. as a little kid. And I remember putting my feet up, and I remember saying, "I wonder." I said it out loud. I wonder if God, if you're really up there. And I heard, not audibly, but I heard as a little girl would hear, yes, I am. Mm. And I got this. Now I would call the word delighted, but I got this very giddy feeling all over my body Mm. as I was swinging. Mm. And now I know that it was his delight Mm. on me that I was recognizing he was there Mm. and calling out to him. And he definitely was calling out to me. So then Mm. when I surrendered my life to Jesus as a teenager, he... Uh, he brought me back to that place. Mm. So he always brings us back, right? He's right. so faithful. Yes. You know, remember when. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that's been a big part of my, I would say, my new um, area of yeah. my garden time, my quiet time, my secret place with Jesus mm. is mm-hmm. back to that moment again. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so when, wait, did you want to share? Well, no, I was just thinking, so for people that are listening, there's like you've heard that time with, Time with the Lord. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to spend time with the Lord. Like, yeah, like almost a negative connotation. I'm going to spend mean? my time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, or devotions or praying and reading your Bible, you know, whatever it is. And we I were just talking about now a lot of people in our church say abiding time. Oh. Yeah. Like, it's my abiding time because the purpose is to abide in Him. Mm-hmm. Well, and even what we teach and transform is A is abide. We abide with Jesus. Okay. We're people who abide with Him. And right. so it's their abiding time. And, and so we just love your take on this. And I know there's people that are very, very practical, people mm-hmm. that are very, very, very illustrative, you know, in what this looks like. Mm-hmm. I remember Pastor Doug Graham 
I was like, yep, I read my 365, 365-day <laughs> Bible every bit, every day. Do I enjoy it every day? No, but do I do it every day? And just very like clockwork, like yeah, that was his yeah, rhythm. And he, and he was religious about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, he did not miss, you know, in a good way. Yeah. And so it just looks different for different people. But mm-hmm. we wanted to specifically just get your take on it because I think it inspired and stirred something in us when we yes, heard yeah. about this. Yeah. So for me, my devotion time then as a teenager— I learned, of course, from watching other people and hearing and listening. I was in a youth group, uh, and they talked to us about, can you get up 15 minutes early in the morning, and can you read your Bible? And so it really was a discipline. Mm -hmm. It wasn't that I really wanted to. uh, Well, I wanted to because everything, you know, when you're brand new and your relationship with a brand new person, it's brand new. It's, It's fun, and it's exciting and it's like I don't I know nothing about you Jesus mm. and so uh, devotion was probably a really good word at that time for me but as I um, graduated and went to college and got married I kept that up and I would say through all of my 20s and 30s even I was always in a women's Bible study mm-hmm. and raising four little kids I didn't have a lot of time I mean it might be one scripture verse yes. or it might be one song that I heard on heard on the radio and I held on to a section of it. So again, it was still this devotion. And if I did this, that meant, I'll just be really honest, for me as a Christian, it meant I'm doing okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm not backsliding. I'm not really going forward, but I'm not really backsliding. Yeah. And there would be times in certain Bible studies that, oh, a whole new door was opened mm-hmm. up to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I I want more of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And never really knowing quite how to get that. Mm -hmm. And so um, fast forward to 2019 and 2020, Mark asked me if I would go to a discipleship class with him at the church we go to in Fargo. And and I just have to back up and say, because we went here 38 years or something like that, I knew that it would be so hard to find another church. I mean, mm-hmm. how do you replace a church that you've been? You don't ever replace it. The Lord just opens up a new door. Yeah, right. And so he asked me if I would be part of this, and it was a big commitment. It was nine months long. It was very expensive. It was going to be a huge commitment for us time-wise, money-wise. And I said, no, you go, and I'll just glean from what you're learning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, I really wish you would do this too, Kitty. Well, little did I know I needed it probably more than mm-hmm. he did. Mm-hmm. So in that time, I had a whole new door again opened up to me as far as devotion time, time with Jesus, the secret place. And we had a speaker that taught all day on a Saturday. And it, I always say when people ask me about it and they come into my prayer room, they're like, how did you get here? And I'm like, oh. I want to tell you. Yeah. Because it was a pinnacle point for me. Yeah. And it she taught us. And so she didn't just teach us, but she had us do it. Mm. So she would teach for an hour and then she'd say, Now I want everybody to go to their separate place with their notebooks and I want you to do this. And it was like, this was always here. It was always in scripture, but mm. I just didn't, I didn't have that door like opened up to me. I didn't know it. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that was my longing yeah. was to really spend time with Jesus, mm-hmm. not just in the word, but just sitting with him like Mary did, mm. just sitting at his feet, just looking in his eyes, mm-hmm. just being in his presence. Yeah. It wasn't just about, did I read my Bible for 15 mm-hmm. minutes? Did I get through the Bible in a year? And I think that's great too. Mm-hmm. Did I memorize enough scripture yes. this year? Um, so for me, that... 
that for me was a, um, a brand new area. And I can't hardly get there fast enough. I'm sorry. I'm kind of emotional about it, but yeah. it's so long. It's the longing. I can hardly get to my prayer room fast enough in the morning right. because it's such a longing. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. And so that teaching, that was yeah. kind of that pinnacle moment. Um, what was the difference in that teaching? Kind of what okay. was the concept? Maybe give, yeah, like yeah. a version that we all can understand. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm really glad you asked that because I yeah. wasn't sure if I should share that or not. Yeah. So good. So she shared her experience of coming to a place in her life where she she was you know, probably in some kind of a trauma mode or something, you know, that's really what happens to all of us when we cry out to God, yeah. right? And then she experienced just that falling on her face before God and mm -hmm. him just meeting her in that mm -hmm. place. Well, how do we get there? Right. I mean, if we're not in a trauma mode, how do we get to that place? And so she then just shared her, and she called it her garden place. And she mm -hmm. said, I want you to picture, she had us all close our eyes and she said, I just want you to picture your favorite place or your favorite thing to do. Is it skydiving? Is it? Yeah. <laughs> and mine was just being in a garden or mm -hmm. in a field with wild, wild flowers and always with a pathway and always on a hike. Mm -hmm. But in that garden experience for me, and this again took me back to when I was six years old, there was always a big swing on a tree. Mm -hmm. And so when I closed my eyes, that's what I pictured. Jesus, would you? And then she just said, and just pray and ask Jesus, would you Would you just meet me here? Oh. Could this just be our special place mm -hmm. every day? Will you, will you just meet me here? And then will you take me to other places that you want to show me yeah. that I've never asked about before? And so that's what I did. Mark went to a separate room and he he found his own place and his experience. I mean, I wish he were here to share that. Yeah. It's just as powerful as mine. Mm. And um, I did mine and she had us write it all down. And then she, you know, just kept teaching more and more about that. What are some things you do in your quiet place or in your secret place? Mm -hmm. Is your quiet place always quiet? Mine isn't. Mm -hmm. It is a lot of days, but mm -hmm. some days I'm weeping. I might be on the floor crying for something that's heavy on my heart. Right. There's other days I'm just sitting in a, a blue leather chair and I'm I'm just talking to Jesus. Yeah. There's days I'm kneeling or so it looks different every day. It's where mm -hmm. my heart kind of is almost really before I go to bed at night. And then when I get up in the morning, yeah, there's just something in between those 12 hours or mm. eight hours that I wish it were 12 hours, eight hours or six <laughs> hours, you know? Yes. And so that's how I started. Mm -hmm. And mine, I didn't really have a prayer room at first. It was mm -hmm. just in the living room. And then I decided I literally needed a place I could close the door mm -hmm. and I could really be with Jesus and just shut out the world. Right. I don't, I do take my cell phone, but it's on vibrate. I don't look at my emails. I don't answer phone calls. Mm -hmm. I'll even have people text me and say, are you in your garden? <laughs> Jesus, because they know. Yeah. And I will answer them later. Mm -hmm. um, some of the things for me that are really special is the Lord gives me scripture to yeah. pray over people when I'm there. Mm. And um, it gives me a voice for the voiceless in my mm -hmm. prayer room or my garden time. But mostly it's not about the word or about a prayer list. It's about Jesus. Mm -hmm. It It's truly about being with him. You know that old song, um, I go to the garden alone when the dew mm -hmm. is still on the roses. 
And there he walks with me and he talks with me along life's mm-hmm. way. way. Um, I don't remember all the verses to it, but that is my like theme song yeah. that draws me. And so for me, the whole starting, that was the starting point. And then I just started asking the Lord, would, would you just wake me up in the morning? Because my life is different now. I have, all, yeah. I have more time mm-hmm. uh, than I did when I was raising four children or homeschooling four children. So it looks different in different seasons, right? right? So mine, for me right now, am, am I saying too much? I love oh, it. That's okay. why you're on, you're on the episode of this. <laughs> okay. Yes. All right. So for me, what it looks like is um, now what it looks like. And it did from the very beginning. This actually was a few years ago. I would get this little twitch in my leg, and I'm like, oh, what is going on there? And then I'd be awake, and I'm like, okay, I'm I'm going to go make my cup of coffee and so go. So you're talking about like you prayed, Lord, wake me up in the morning. I did. And then you started to have like this feeling in your legs. I did. Early in the morning, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. It was between 5.30 and 6 in the morning, which I wasn't getting up that early. My goal mm-hmm. was to stay in bed no matter what till 7 o'clock. I got up all those years <laughs> very early. Paper routes, crying babies, all that stuff. Uh-huh. So my goal, the Lord had a different goal than I right. had, of course. And when he saw my longing... And he already had a longing to be with me. Then he started waking me up. And mm-hmm. so I said to Mark one morning, I get this funny twitch in my leg in the morning, but I'm awake, and so I just go downstairs. And then, you know, how the Holy Spirit just speaks to us. I think sometimes he laughs at us, and it's like, well, you think that's a twitch, but that's really me. And then really literally some mornings, it would start at the top of my head and go all the way down my body. It was just this, it was just this tingle feeling. I'm like, oh, something really exciting is going to happen today. Mm. I started really anticipating my secret place with Jesus. Yeah. And I would just affirm that because I've had moments where I wake mm. up and I just sense the presence of God and have mm. that same feeling yes. and know it's like he's drawing me to something yes. that day. Mm-hmm. You know? Yes. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, we can, I have, am one where I can, I think all of us, but miss it. It would have to be more than a twitch in your leg to wake you up. Yeah, I sleep, you know, I can sleep through, our kids got to work for it to wake me up, we say. So the Lord, though, you know, he's capable of anything. So, but, but to the fact that, yeah, we have to be listening and perceiving. So even you still to this day could think, oh, it's just, I I don't know why I'm all tingly. Mm -hmm. But to perceive it, you know, it's like to perceive it's the Lord, perceive it's him. Yeah. Um, that's a beautiful place to be, that you're attuned to His presence yeah. and what He's trying to lead you in. Thank you. I love that. So beautiful. I think for me for a long time too, and I think for a lot of believers that love Jesus with their whole hearts, they're not sure they're hearing His voice. Mm-hmm. And I had to, that was another part of this teaching for me was a whole other door of, okay, there's three voices. One is your own. Mm. One is God's. And one is Satan's or the oh, enemy's, wow, you know, yeah. demonic mm-hmm. voice. And which one are you hearing? And so I, I now ask. I just ask. Why? Why wouldn't we ask, right? right. Lord, is this you? Like I'll wake up. The Lord's been um, really gracious to me to uh, ask for dreams, and I'm not really thinking I'd get dreams, but I now dream, and I have a dream book. That I, uh-huh. I write my dreams down, and some mornings I don't remember them all yeah. until I get downstairs. But if I do, I write down in detail of what I remember. Mm. And he 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 really speaks to me about things and dreams. And sometimes I don't understand it all, but I'm always asking, Lord, what are you 
What are you trying to get my attention on? What yeah. are you telling me that I need to know to pray about or to be aware of, to be in the watchtower for my family mm-hmm. and just be aware of what's happening? You know, he's given me, um, I think, prophetic messages mm-hmm. you know, that he showed me over your children. And yeah. it's kind of scary sometimes because as a believer, you're like, oh, do I step out and do I like believe this voice in my head that yeah. this is the Lord? Um, but it's not scary when you're in your secret place mm-hmm. because no one else is listening, just God. Mm-hmm. And then you just you can be so open and honest, mm-hmm. and you can just ask questions. And yes. then even scripture. Um, some days I really feel like Lord, I feel like you want to show me your voice in scripture. You're you're really wanting to show me something. And I've been really. Um, and I usually get stuck in a, a book for quite a while, sometimes mm-hmm. six months. And um, the other day, I just opened up to Psalm, I think it was eight. And I had underlined and highlighted, and I'm like, okay, there's something in here that y- y- you're wanting me to glean mm-hmm. for today. Yes, right. And it went along with a dream I had had weeks before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so he does speak to us like that. Mm-hmm. It's not always... Mm-hmm clear. Sometimes right. we have to search it out. And that's what happens in my garden time. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's really fun. Um, I I never thought this would happen to me, but I'll just be honest and tell you that sometimes my prayer room is filled with laughter. Mm-hmm. And I just sit there and I'm laughing. I'm like, this is so silly, but this is so fun. I never mm-hmm. thought that the Lord would just come on me and I would just be filled with this holy laughter that it's just between me and Jesus. Mm-hmm. Right. Nobody else is present. Right. I don't have to pretend anything or right. be embarrassed about anything. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, just joy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think there uh, you were saying something about dreams, and I was thinking about just a couple of applications for people, like one being um, there's different things that like you're talking about that um, and how the Lord speaks to you that I think a lot of times people question God's voice. Mm-hmm. I ran into somebody today who had sent me a message and she said, thank you for what you preach. You're mm-hmm. hearing the Father's voice. Mm-hmm. And I said, thank you so much for saying that to me because yeah. we all wonder, mm-hmm. you know, like, am I really hearing the Father? Like, um, And mm-hmm. just different things that you're saying about like, oh, I have this dream. Well, it's from the Lord, is it not? And I just learned a long time ago, like, if you receive it with faith, and say, I'm going to believe that this was the Lord, that it's yeah. a good thing, that it's him doing something. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. But if you receive it in faith and it produces something, then you know. Yeah, right. You know that it was the Lord. You know, a tree will be revealed by its fruit. And so yeah, so even the with the dreams or anything like that, I'm just thinking, like, I'm sitting here right now and I was I was in prayer yesterday and um, in our Tuesday prayer and I opened up to the Passion Translation of my Bible and I read Psalm 18 and then I shared part of it with the staff. And as we're sitting here right now, I sat down and I'm like, oh, Kitty brought up Passion Translation. Yes. <laughs> and then you're like, yeah, I opened up to Psalm 8. And I was like, and to me, that's like, oh, the Lord is still stirring the scripture in me. Oh, that's good. Even from things right. I'm hearing you share that the Spirit is using mm-hmm. to continue to bring what he's been speaking to me back mm-hmm. into my mind. And I think there's just things like that that if you'll say, and that's not a coincidence. Like that's mm-hmm. the Lord leading me and speaking me and speaking to me. And you can't always reveal like the big, bold thing because we wouldn't even believe him, Excellent. you know, or go for it. That's so right. little by little, it's like he leads us forward right. and teaches us about longing, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and teaches us about, you know, how he speaks to us. So I love what yes. you're sharing. I just want to affirm for somebody like 
Just mm-hmm. start to receive those things in faith, yes. act on them, and you'll realize like, oh, God is speaking to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, every day he's leading me. I just have to listen. Oh, I think, well, I don't know if we could put spiritual glasses on or like <laughs> just even, I don't think this is what we'll be preoccupied with in heaven, but see from heaven how many things he was speaking oh. to us. We'll be like, oh my goodness, like how did I, you know, or like you were mm-hmm. speaking all the time. <laughs> and this was connected to that. Yeah. And it's just like a big He's weaving this humongous tapestry, you oh, know, I love together. Yeah. And yeah, like that. It's just the stories even. Uh, I had a meeting with a gal that was like, we theme out our years. So like this year it's full send. Mm. And or like, yeah, 2023, it's full send. And she's like, where did you get that theme from? And it spoke so specifically to a very, very intense situation she was walking through. Mm. We're like, that's a terminology in climbing, I guess. Mm. And they're climbers. Like, I guess send it is like, they say send it all the time Hmm. because, or like, yeah, full send. And she walks in (laughs) or sees like full send as she's praying about this huge thing. You know, it's like the Lord's speaking in almost her language to her, you know, just so cool. Like, and when he said full send, I was like, really? Yeah. (laughs) That's the word? What? (laughs) I wasn't going to say that. I don't even know what that means. And that's what I said. I was like, well, I wasn't really for it, but God confirmed it. So, um, but he's just, yeah, he's speaking. He doesn't speak to special, I'm using air quotes, with special people. He speaks mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. every person to him yes. is special because you're made in his image. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to ask some questions to kind of probe a different maybe kind of side of this, which you kind of mm-hmm. spoke to when you were raising kids, okay. four little kids mm-hmm. that, you know, maybe it was a verse of a song. or mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm in that season. And currently me and my best friend both are. Mm-hmm. And literally this past week, we just started, she's like, I am not in the word like I should mm. be. Like I and she's new in it and mm. and just we both are like, yeah, no, we need to be at true accountability. And mm-hmm. so we did start with the 5 a.m. thing and then it quickly turned into, no, you just have to text within the 24 hours of that day when you've spent time with Jesus. Oh, that's good. You know, and and two, it's like if one person doesn't, it's like, hey, have you spent time with him yet? And and I think too, I've even gotten lost in the busyness and mm. the demands of the day. So um, I think maybe people are wondering, okay, so do I have to have a room or does it have to look like me spending an hour? Like, And and sometimes maybe we won't start if we think that's all we have to do. Right. So maybe just share whatever's on your heart for that of different yeah. seasons, how it changes in seasons, but mm-hmm. it doesn't change. It changes, but it doesn't change. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like his presence doesn't change, right. but how do we still abide or have quiet time or a garden place yeah. in different seasons? I think as soon as we... And before we even surrender our lives to Jesus, He is drawing us mm-hmm. because of His great love. Right. And the Father is drawing us. And so when we surrender then to Jesus, He has, I believe, this giddy joy and exuberant feeling of, oh, yes, now they're going to get to know me, and I'm going to let them know who they really are. Mm. Mm. And so as we step into that— Oh, my gosh. That's such a good word. <laughs> like, we can't just blast past that. <laughs> Sorry. I like how he just reaches over and touches. I know. Me. I was I'm like, just oh. like so you were just going to keep talking. And I'm like, what did you just say? Like, uh, he draws us in. Yeah. And as we get to know him, 
he teaches us who we really are. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that just got me. <laughs> That's so beautiful <laughs> and so good. Yeah. It is. Carry on. <laughs> well, where is it at in Scripture? Is it in Ezekiel where he says he sings over us with loudness? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, really? Before we even surrender to you, you, right. you sing over us with loud. How is that possible? Well, it's only possible because he's God and he made us. Yes. And he knows who we're supposed to be. Right. And in our fallen nature, until we come back to, or re- right, we're this brand new person. Right. Now we're this new humanity that God created. And he's like, now I can connect with you and you can connect with me. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. And so the whole identity of who God, in Ephesians, when it says he, I know this is off a rabbit trail, but when he says, I, love it. I, I knew you before you were ever born and I called you and I spoke over you and I gave you good works to do in advance mm-hmm. and I gave you a purpose mm-hmm. and all the purposes always that are in my heart come to be. And I'm like, oh, so there's never really a mistake. Mm-hmm. He never mm-hmm. makes a mistake and I could go down that whole rabbit trail, yeah, trail but yeah. I won't. But anyway, so yeah. I, what I would say for your question, Janae, yeah. is... What I'm doing now with teenage girls and women that I talk to and mentor and work with in coaching is I introduce them to their garden experience. Yeah. And whatever they want to call it, it doesn't matter to me. Yeah. Quiet time, devotion time. But it shouldn't be where I have to be in the Word or mm-hmm. I'm not. I think the Lord wants to stop us right there. You're not what? Mm-hmm. You're mine. What aren't you? Mm-hmm. He wants us to learn his word so that we are more grounded. Our foundation is firm, yeah. right? But he wants us to spend time with him. And as we spend time with him, he then draws us to his yes. word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's where, you know, helping somebody else in their different seasons of life, I would say, like I do to young moms, see if you can even set your alarm for 10 minutes. If you're nursing a baby, do it while you're up nursing in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. Jesus, I'm right here. Yeah. What do you want to say to me tonight? What are you thinking about as I sit here? Tell me something about this child that I'm nursing. Yeah. What What would you speak to me about this child? Yeah. You know, just moments mm-hmm. like that. Those mm-hmm. are the moments the Lord, I believe, holds so dear to him. Mm-hmm. He holds them close. When right. it says he has us written on the palm of his hand, I just mm-hmm. believe he does this, you know. Aww. And so it, it can be any time. It can be before you go to bed at night. I just think you have to find that time. And I am also finding that believers, as believers, and I did this for how many years of my life, it was like, okay, I had to get that in. It's almost like a checklist for me. I'm just speaking to my own self. Yeah. And that has totally changed my Mm -hmm. life now. And one day I was driving into Fargo because I go in really early some mornings to get our granddaughter off to school or bring her to Kindred. And I'm just like, oh, I I miss my my secret place with you, Jesus. And he's like, I just felt like he was just right there. I could just have looked over and he was, I probably would have screamed. He's <laughs> like, what are you talking about? I'm right here with you, driving along down the road. Right. Let's have our conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a half mm-hmm. hour before you get to Fargo. And I'm like, oh, how silly of me. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Right. So I just think the, that saying, seize the moment. Mm-hmm. If you're cooking in the kitchen and you're all by yourself, hum a little tune of mm-hmm. like, oh, Jesus, what are you speaking to me today? Mm-hmm. Did I miss anything that you were saying along the path of this mm-hmm. yep. road today? Yep. There's never, never any coincidences in a day. Never. 
Mm-hmm. And so did I did I miss anything that you wanted to point out and I was too busy thinking about the next thing I was going to do cuz yeah. that's me type yeah. A personality I'm I'm so I've just slowed way down. It's just like that's one of the things Mark and I've learned with the coaching we do slow it way down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I really believe that's where Mary had it right. She slowed it way down instead of serving, she sat at the mm-hmm. table. And she could have been serving and nothing would have been wrong with her serving, mm-hmm. but she yes. she chose the better of the two and that was yeah. the slowing down. And that's really what the garden experience is all about. Mm-hmm. It's I come to the garden alone. Mm-hmm. I'm here. I'm here with you, for you. Do I sit with you today? I literally have had the the amazing experiences of Jesus pushing me on my swing set. Mm-hmm. I I. Um, came into the bedroom one morning into my prayer room, and I sat down. And I, I'd been studying the armor of God. Yeah. And I sat down. I remember my arms went like this. I'm like, oh Jesus, I just want to learn more about the armor. Like, will you just teach me more? And in my spiritual eyes, yeah. I could see I had on armor, but it wasn't the kind of armor you think mm. it would be to fight mm. a battle. Right? It was an exercise armor. Outfit. It was mm. all one, and it looked like I had metal. But <laughs> in my spiritual eye, I hope this isn't too okay. I was. I stood up and I did a karate kick thing, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I can really move in this armor!" And I looked at Jesus, and I'm like, "Am I? Am I ready? I mean, is this it?" And he goes, "Are you ready?" And I'm like, "I think I'm ready." <laughs> and then he just took off down this path, and I'm like. I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah. It was so cool. Mm. And as mm. I walked with him, I just talked about the helmet of salvation. And, yeah. you know, will you, t- will you teach me more about that? You're the wraparound God and the shield of faith and, yes. and that I need the sword of the Spirit. Will you really show me what that means? I mean, so it was mm. all about the armor then that right. day. But he delights so much in us and who we are as a person. He knows I love to laugh. Mm-hmm. He knows I love stuff like that. He knows I love clothes. Mm-hmm. And so... I got this whole armor outfit that morning. (laughs) That is so awesome. It was so awesome. Yeah. (laughs) And I think too, it's, we so, so quickly, and even me, I'm talking to myself, like can put God in such a box and, and following him. And like, again, if, when we get to heaven, is it like, oh my goodness, like (sighs) I could have had even tastes of Mm. um, being with you for eternity here Mm. on earth. And I did, but if I could have just opened my mind a bit more to, and I love just everything you talk about in your garden place. It's just like, Jesus, show me, Yes, you know, and he's faithful to show me. And I think we were just talking to uh, like Lily, our daughter, Lily was like, how could you really hear from God? You know, like, but I don't hear him, you know, and it's like, Aww. and I love Josh's response. Was like, I'm like, I'm right here and you don't hear me half the time either. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, that's good. Yeah. I, I mean, Josh's <laughs> response, he was like, yeah, you know, that verse you talked about, like from E-Kids or we were talking about a verse earlier that day and she's like, yeah. He's like, well, that's God's word. Mm-hmm. And so if it's his word, that's him speaking to mm-hmm. you. Like, mm-hmm. and just like starting there, like, cause yes. you can be like, well, that's Kitty. Like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jesus won't speak to me that way. But have you even opened it up? Like, And and he, I would say, too, God has been so faithful when I've acknowledged his voice in wow. any situation that then, wow, I have better perspective or more clarity mm-hmm. or, you know, the right direction to go. Or, and I, um, yeah. I think part of it is, 
part of it is that is just Kitty mm. because God relates to each one of us differently. Too. Absolutely, you know, yes. just like we relate 100%. to each other differently, yes. and that's okay too. You know, right? Mm-hmm. Just like you're you're saying something, you're like, "Is that too far?" I'm like, "No, that's how God speaks to you yeah. and reveals yes. Himself to you." And yeah. there's nothing to criticize there. You know, no, not when, no. When that's how God, because He does, He deals with each of us according to who we are and what we need and yeah, and how we can hear too, Him. Yeah. yeah, I love. You said, <laughs> you know, they asked you what's like the special place or whatever, and for you it was a garden. And you said maybe it's skydiving. I'm really wondering what that person's time with the <laughs> Lord looks like. Fast, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally different. <laughs> High adrenaline. <laughs> yeah. They're definitely running while they're talking to Jesus. Yeah. But. Oh, that is. Too and Mark's funny. is a really special. You know what he just wanted to meet Jesus at this really special place in Idaho, a place we fly out to and mm-hmm. camp at. And yeah. he has had just the most wonderful experiences and conversations and insights into the Word in his quiet time, in his secret place with the Lord. And it's not a garden. Mm-hmm. There aren't, like, there's not a tree there with a swing on it. I mean, mm-hmm. you know? Yes. So it is so different. Mm-hmm. I, I love what you are doing with your children. I think that's it's probably my favorite thing right now in life other than with teens is is helping young moms helping them develop their secret place. Yeah. Mommy, can I really get in my closet and it's dark in there? Would you put a flashlight in there for me? Mm-hmm. And how do I hear Jesus? Well, you just start talking to him. He yeah. made mm-hmm. you. You have this body, but inside of this body, just like and I love using a pea Inside of that pea pod is a pea. So inside of our bodies, there's actually another body, and it's a spirit. Mm. doesn't look like this body, but it's in there. And that spirit wants to connect with the spirit of mm. God. And so just helping them understand that yeah. you, Jesus is calling you. And yeah. it might be on a swing like it was for me at six yeah. years old. And nobody taught me that. Right. That was the Lord calling right. my heart. Well, yeah. we always say and talk about how, like, yeah, the spirit can cannot be young. Right. And so, like, it's so interesting you put that in the context of Jesus saying a childlike faith. You know, it's like Mm -hmm. they're innocent enough, but Mm -hmm. the spirit is strong. You know, like, that's such a beautiful pairing. I always say to our kids, like, I struggle with, like, headaches and Mm. migraines and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, Avery, we believe there was a word over Avery with his name that came together that we didn't even realize when we named him. Um, wow. We chose names because we liked them, not based off the meaning. But it was once he got well, taken. We did check the meaning. <laughs> we did. We knew that Avery meant wisdom. Wow. Um, and then he got taken up to the NICU when we were like about to be discharged. It was like an abrupt thing. And at that time, Josh was like, I just need to look up what does Jace mean? It's just his middle name. And it meant to heal. So his name means wisdom to heal, which in that moment ministered of like, he's going to, like, there's going to be wisdom to heal, you know, and he's going to be healed. Mm -hmm. But even I've taken that and been like, Avery, I believe your name has a meaning. So you pray over my headache Mm -hmm. right now, you know, and because it's like, you have a faith Mm -hmm. that you have that childlike faith Mm -hmm. and you trust God. And yeah. I was thinking yesterday about King David, you know, he's a shepherd boy. And what do we find from his time in the pasture? He had grown strong in that he killed a lion and a bear, right? But he also had learned how to be with the Lord. Yes. And how people despise when God is clearly developing something on the inside, but mm-hmm. they don't recognize it on the outside. Mm-hmm. But how time will reveal yes. Yes. what God was developing. even when Because I was thinking about my own high school experience and how difficult some of it was and asking the Lord to just redeem that. And I just feel like he spoke that of other people criticized Mm. what they didn't think was developing 
on the outside, mm. but I was developing something on the inside. Right. You oh, know, that's good. Yeah. that now has, you know, yeah. revealed itself in your life. And so that is the, I mean, that's the power of the garden place too, is that it, it is that inner person being right. strengthened, that mm-hmm. inner being, mm-hmm. your soul being strengthened. And whether that reveals itself, like we were talking before this about some of you've been texting and you're like, I can just tell there's been a change mm-hmm. in them. And is it because they've been strengthening? Mm-hmm. I think what you're alluding yes. to is they've been strengthening that inner person. Yeah. yeah. You and know, solidifying. I, I think you said this once too, like we can glean so much from counselors mm-hmm. and books and there's some great things that can yes. truly help us. And yes. you guys have a testament to that. But, and I think you said it this way, but it is only solidified and cemented in God's presence and in his yeah. word and by his spirit. Mm-hmm. Like, and that has just marked me and stuck mm-hmm. with me. Cause I am like, I love my counselor mm-hmm. so much. And it's like, okay, these are great tactics and mm-hmm. tools, mm-hmm. but it's not going to like be full a fully healing mm-hmm. wholeness unless it's from the Lord, yeah. you know, or mm-hmm. that he takes that tool and permeates it through your yeah. life. Yeah. I believe that a hundred percent cause I'm a walking example of it. A mm-hmm. testimony, really. It's part of my testimony. And I'm really glad you brought that up because um, can I address that a little bit? Yes. Oh, you go where you want to go, <laughs> Kitty. I love this. You go, girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was, so when I say that the garden place was a pinnacle for me, it was because of the trauma area I was in in my life. Mm-hmm. And I needed I needed to, to meet with God in a way I had never met with Him. I knew the scripture, yeah. you know, from 17 years old on up. And you, I think you can know all the right things, but unless it's that, oh, I need something, God, that I, I need a breakthrough. I guess maybe that's a word I just yeah. need to say. And that's what it was for me. My garden time, my secret place with Jesus became the breakthroughs that I needed for the wounds in my heart. Mm-hmm. And I would take the tools I was getting from my counselor and I would use them in my garden time. Yeah. Lord, mm-hmm. what about this? When when I do this exercise, it brings up so much emotion. I really literally just need to sit here in your arms today as I work through this tool, as I use it, and I just need you to just reach in and touch me, mm-hmm. just heal me. And that's where my... And, and Mark would attest to this. That is where my healing came from. It was, mm-hmm. yes, the tools mm-hmm. I used, but it was sitting with Jesus mm-hmm. and him saying, let's go a little deeper, Kitty. Mm-hmm. Let me touch you a little deeper mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Maybe you didn't realize there was a hurt even more than right here. It mm-hmm. went all the way back to here. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it started with going to a counselor and, 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 and using the tools and reading the books. But Jesus then, I mean, for me, again, personally, he then helped me to see, I've wanted to heal that area of your yeah. heart all along, Kitty. And mm. I say heart, but I mean emotions. Right, yeah. And so um, for me, the growth was in my healing. And as I was healing, he was growing my spirit person. Yeah. And as my spirit person has grown, he's given me a voice in my prayer room that I never had before. Mm. Yeah. And it's a voice, you know, I have a mantra, a, a mantle on my life of what the Lord is calling me to do. And it's in my prayer room. And it's praying for the innocent people. It's praying for people that are abused, but especially children. And um, yeah, a lot of battles can be won in your prayer room. 
Yes. They don't have to, you know. And then sometimes the Lord takes it outside of there. Yes. You know, and I'm like, no, I just want my voice right here. But yeah, sometimes He wants us then to go outside of our prayer room with the yes. voice He's given us, but only when it's His timing. Yep. Yeah. Mm. And, and you're that, talking about authority. Yeah. Yeah. God's given you an authority. Yeah. yeah. And and I would just like to attest to you, you said, you know, your trauma response or what you were in. And I think to trauma, and there's a lot of words yes. that like are kind of trendy now, but us knowing your experience, mm -hmm. it is the heaviest situation, I think, because of our closeness and mm -hmm. knowing you guys and when it happened, but in our 10 years of leading, you know, like, yeah. no, it was trauma, trauma. No. And, mm -hmm. and, and it is a miracle yeah. of the state of you, Mark. It is a total work of God. It is. And it's, wow, like glorifies him so much, mm -hmm. the state that you guys are in now. And I just am so proud that you're using, you're not hiding in that. Mm -hmm. Like it, you could, you could be like, Lord, you're healing me. I'm going to hide here. Mm -hmm. And it's so safe, but like you're helping so many other people. Mm -hmm. And that's where we want to bring Mark on. Cause I think your guys' testimony mm -hmm. is, I mean, we overcome by, mm -hmm. you know, the blood of the lamb and the yeah. word of our testimony and the word of your guys' testimony is so powerful Thank to you. the power of the blood of the lamb, you yeah. know? And, uh, <laughs> So I just think, too, you could breeze by what you just said, but I just want to acknowledge, like, no, it was the deepest of cuts and and that yeah. the Lord even shows, hey, this was before, too. Mm. I wanted to heal this. That's so faithful Thank of you. him. He's always mm -hmm. faithful no matter what we walk through. Yes. But I'm— and just— it encourages me. I mean, like, this is drawing me to, like, mm -hmm. right? Oh, yeah. When I you're love with, that. With, when you're with people who know Jesus and yeah. have been with Jesus, it makes you want to be with Jesus. Mm -hmm. I, I feel mean, the same like, way. Yeah. Yep. You talking about the presence of Jesus. I remember hearing Matt Chandler talk about the gospel in mm -hmm. a way that was so compelling that I thought, I want to read the whole Bible mm -hmm. right, right now. now. Yeah, exactly. You know, like yeah. that is, there's an authority But there. I think that mm -hmm. is what, when scripture says being the fragrance of Christ, that mm -hmm. that is very much a great de description of, if you're around someone, it's like, What's that smell? Yeah. Like, I just, I want, I want that perfume. <laughs> okay, I just have to tell you this then too. Um, so I was asked this question. I was in a panel with um, a couple other ladies. Like, what was one of your, so far, your experiences that you feel like you can share publicly that happened in your prayer room or your garden experience mm -hmm. with Jesus? And, you know, honestly, a lot of it, I, I'm kind of like the Lord. I, I feel like I'm just holding it yes. like Mary did, hold it in my heart because mm -hmm. it's so personable. It's, yes. it's something that as the Lord is is growing me and teaching me and 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 helping me to let go of and okay, yeah. Kitty, I want you over here. And it's like, oh I don't I really I don't really want to go over there. I want to go over here. Yeah. <laughs> no, come on. <laughs> you know, I'll hold your hand. I'm gonna yeah. lead you along the path. I'm gonna give you the strength in your mm -hmm. weakness. I'm not gonna necessarily take your weakness away. I'm going to be your strength and your weakness. Right. And so that's where I'm at in this experience. Where was I going with that? <laughs> what did you say before? Were you saying the fragrance of Christ? Oh, yes. yes. That, yeah. yeah. So I I always have my cup of coffee with whipped butter in it. Whipped I know how butter? weird is that? We'll talk <laughs> later. I'll tell you all about it. So good. <laughs> New Joy House drink, maybe? I don't know. Anyway, so I got down my prayer room, and it's dark in my house in the morning, and so I'm just going down the stairs slowly. I don't turn on the lights because I just don't want to— I just want to keep that ambience of, I'm going to meet with Jesus. I'm yeah. going to meet with Jesus, you know? <laughs> I get in the bedroom, and I turn around, and I close the door, and I smell fresh baked bread. 
And if anybody that knows me knows, I, I love bread. I love baking bread. I love the smell of bread, the fragrance of it. So when you said fragrance, I, I just stood there. I just stood there and I put my head against the door and I just wept. I'm like, oh, Jesus, your smell is here. You're here. You're, you're drawing mm. me by mm. my senses. You know, you touch me. You, you bring the smell here. You, oh, there's just so many things I could say about the five senses when, mm-hmm. when we're with mm-hmm. the Lord. Mm-hmm. Right. But I thought that was pretty incredible. Mm-hmm. Has not happened since then. It was the only time it's happened, but it was oh. pretty cool. And you, know, you kind of look around like, did I really? Yes, I really did. And but yeah. that's what I think I love about you. And anytime you've said, you've, you know, sent a video or maybe a voice message and you're like, hey, this is just what I felt the Lord say. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to take it to the Lord and, yes. and test it. And yep. you come with such this humble spirit. I think even in like, oh, this happened once. And <laughs> and I just, I, 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 I love organic moves of God. Mm-hmm. Like where you, too. without a doubt that it's like, mm-hmm. even to you, without a doubt, that was the Lord. Yes. Because it's not like, oh yeah, this happens every single time. <laughs> yeah. And this is just how it is. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I just think of even the gifts of the spirit and someone that, we know in our church that said he'd been in the context of a tongue and interpretation many different times. And he said, only one time in my life, he's probably in his 60s, did I, a tongue was given and I knew exactly what they said. Mm-hmm. And I, my heart was pounding and I thought, I'm the one that needs to give this interpretation. And it's like, and I was like, I love that. Cause that mm-hmm. I think gives God so much glory mm-hmm. because he's like, I'm acknowledging mm-hmm. I was who he chose to use right then. Or I was mm-hmm. like that one moment just, just say, I love you. And I know you so well. Yeah. yeah. I love this conversation. It's so fun. <laughs> so, well, you guys got to bring it home without me because I got to step away. Well, I was but just going to bring it home right now. Well, let's do that then. Kitty, we love you so much. Thank you. And are yes. so grateful for you. And yes. I didn't know you were going to be here in person today. I thought we were doing a Zoom. <laughs> so this just made my whole day. Oh, it did. So we're very thank grateful. You. Oh, man. Thanks. Yeah. Can't wait to have you and Mark on together. Thank it's going to be, yeah. I believe this conversation is, I mean, it's helped me already. So I think it's going to, yeah, stir up hearts towards Mm -hmm. Jesus. If I could say anything in closing, I would just say, let the Lord draw you. Don't question his drawing. Mm. It it might look so different than mine. It might be outside on a walk. It could be, it really literally could be anywhere. It can be in your car driving Mm -hmm. to work. Mm -hmm. Um, The only thing I know for sure is that it's it's a private time with Jesus. It's not usually in a group of people, although we can meet with Jesus in a group mm-hmm. of people. But he he wants us, he he says, come away with me. Mm-hmm. One year I went down to Dallas and I I just kept hearing that song that Nora Jones sings, yeah. come away with me in the night. And I'm like, what is this? What is this? I finally looked up the words. I'm like, Jesus, you're singing this song to me. Come away with me, Kitty, for a week. Mm-hmm. This is your sabbatical. Mm-hmm. I just want you to spend time with me. Mm-hmm. And so he that's what he wants mm-hmm. for each one of us. Mm-hmm. And that's how we grow. That's how we heal. That's how yes. we become the person he created us to become. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Oh. yeah, the Bible even says Jesus in the middle of the night when yes. nobody was watching would sneak away and I talk mean, if, to his heavenly father. Yeah, <laughs> if Jesus had to retreat so many times in scripture, yeah. I, I wanted to prepare better and look up how many times it said that he drew away yeah. to be with the father. And if the perfect savior of the world needed to do that that many times in his years the years of ministry we see, you know, it's like, how much more do we need to draw away with him? And and I think my final closing thought is what you said about like, when you even, when you were first a believer and like, it's exciting. Mm -hmm. Like when you meet someone for the first time, like how exciting was when we first met, right? 
You're so excited to see me every day. (laughs) Like, are you that excited every morning to still see me? But that's what I felt like saying, oh, Janae, you've served the Lord for this long now. Mm. And it's okay that it was really exciting in the beginning, but there's still an excitement. But it's a discipline that leads to that and a decision that helps um, facilitate that and kind of stir up that up in your heart so yeah thank you guys for listening for tuning in if you think this would encourage anyone um, in your life please share it with them and um, subscribe to the podcast if you enjoyed this or want to keep up to date with episodes and we're just so thankful for each one of you for listening Mm -hmm. and just leaning in so we'll see you next time